11 News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola School of Morning News. The Gulf Breeze News, a great source of information. Publisher Lisa Newell is uh, out this week, but we have one of their good uh, reporters, Melanie Cormandy, who is joining us by phone. Melanie, Merry Christmas. Welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. What's in the paper today? You've uh, got a bit of uh, stuff on Santa Rosa County Schools, including the school winter break schedule. Uh, yeah, so tomorrow, Santa Rosa County School District starts their holiday break. They have an early dismissal, so uh, keep an eye out for the kiddos to get out around uh, going from 11 o'clock to about 1 o'clock tomorrow. Oh, it's a And good uh, their winter break will run through. Uh, uh, they'll be back on Wednesday, January 3rd. So January 3rd, parents can breathe again. Is that what you're telling me? They can relax again and life is back to normal? Uh, yes, yes, it's a different type of relaxing. <laughs> Very good. We also uh, had a groundbreaking on the new uh, South End High School over on the old um, uh, flea market uh, property, right? Yes, and this is a really big deal. Um, the thing that I thought that was really interesting about this is that the, the contractor, Mike Moret, he's a Gulf Reach High School graduate. Oh, okay. So I thought it was pretty cool that he is uh, building the new high school down here. Um but, yeah, so it looks like the uh, the Navarre High School is at 105% capacity. Gulf Reef High School is at 107% capacity. So this high school is really needed. Um, it's about four, It's a $114 million project with uh, $65 million. They're going to mortgage it out, but the rest of it is paid through lost taxes. And it's interesting you say that about the high schools. I don't remember Navarre as well, but... Saying Gulf Breeze is at 107%, that, I mean, I, I bet nobody, I don't have the number certainly, but if you eliminated counting the capacity in the modulars and the, you know, in the trailers, basically, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be at like 150% or 170% if you took those out. And I think, do, do they have those in Navarte? I just can't remember. You know, I'm not sure that's a good question. Because sure. you know, the schools themselves, if you just count the actual physical infrastructure, are way over capacity, at least in Gulf Breeze. I know that's true. Um, you guys also have oh, sto- yeah. school grades came out this week, right? And uh, Santa Rosa did pretty well. Uh, yeah, so Santa, you know, unsurprisingly, but Santa Rosa County School District received an A rating, and that's from the uh, informational baseline school grades and district grades by Florida Department of Education. And, of course, Gulf Breeze Elementary, Oriole Beach Elementary, Gulf Breeze Middle, Gulf Breeze High, and East Bay K-8 all received an, an A rating for the 2022-23 school year. Which is kind of what we expect. And at the same time, I know I was talking to Keith Leonard, the superintendent of Scambia Schools, the other day, and about how like that it's really not a grade the way prior school grades have been because it's a new test. It's a whole new way of doing the test. Uh, they don't. It's a baseline mm-hmm. comparison for the future. But it's still exactly what we expect out of Gulf Breeze, you know, fantastic schools consistently over time. And then you guys have uh, what is really my favorite edition of the Gulf Breeze News is going to be coming out soon. Uh, Why is it so much fun? Yeah, it's my favorite, too. Next week, we're going to be featuring the Snaggletooth 
smiles. Yeah, all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, myself and our sports editor Jason uh, Thompson went He's around. Great, to by the way, Jason's the fantastic. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had to convince him to wake up early for this one <laughs> yesterday. But uh, we went to the elementary schools and took pictures of all the littles missing their front teeth, and it's just so precious. No, it is the best. If you want something that's going to genuinely make you smile and appreciate, uh, just it's it's a perfect holiday, uh, obviously perfect holiday edition. The Snaggletooth uh, edition is fantastic. Uh, well, Melanie Cormody, uh, she works yeah. for the Gulf Breeze News and joining us while Lisa is out this week. Melanie, thank you for the information. Thank mm-hmm. you for the time and thank you for helping us understand our community better. You guys do really, really good work there. Thank you. I appreciate it. You have a good day. You too. 815 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Okay, all right. A few things popping up here. Let me get back to my notes. Um, <clears throat> Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point. Uh, it's very congested this morning and slow getting through that intersection at Avalon Garcon Point. If you're traveling south on 87 coming out of Milton, there's some uh, traffic there at the Tom Thumb from construction where they're repaving that part of the road. Gulf Beach Highway eastbound at Barrancas. Uh, earlier, it looked like the west side. Um, or the, uh, I'm sorry, it was a little slow getting through that intersection eastbound. Um, Beverly at North Palafox, really congested there eastbound. Also, Highway 29 going by the raceway um, coming south through Cantonment. That intersection is very slow this morning. And North Davis Highway at Ladd Drive, we have a crash there with roadblock. And somebody just sent this text in from the traffic tip line. Uh, the train crossing is down at the end of pace. No train seems to be there, so it's malfunctioning in some oh, way. Oh, yeah. You can see it on the map that uh, where mm-hmm. the railroad tracks cross pace right there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yes. Yeah, so if you're heading out in pace this morning, just be aware that train crossing is uh, malfunctioning. So um, if you see anything else out there, thank you for your traffic tips this morning. 437 1620, call or text. You're listening to News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home and uh, want to get good expert advice, uh, you know, a realistic expectation of how long it'll take, what price you can get, or what price you can ask for and win with. Um, you know, all of that stuff. Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Rinky Realtor are just great at it. And, uh, you know, I've known Christina as long as we've lived here. You know, obviously she used to do news and now she uh, sells homes. And when she first started doing it, I think a lot of us who are her friends were like, uh, you know, a lot of people try real estate, you know, I mean, good luck. I mean, if anybody can do it, you can do it, but you know, good luck. And then here we are, you know, seven years later and last year she sold 233 homes. I think, yeah, but it's not just luck. <laughs> you know, it's a love of people. It's a real passion for understanding the industry, understanding all the ins and outs of it, becoming an expert on it, talking with people about that, and then just being willing to help and do all the extra little things that maybe other people aren't quite as willing to do. And she is, and she's surrounded herself with team members who are, you know, like-minded and like-hearted. And uh, I'll just tell you, you couldn't ask for uh, better professional service when you when you talk to Christina about, you know, buying or selling a home. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenrinke Realty. The Volkswagen Sign and Drive event wraps up the year at Pete Moore Imports. And that means with zero down payment, zero due at signing, zero security deposit, and zero first month payment, you can lease the 2024 Volkswagen Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan, or Taos at Pete Moore Imports today. It's never been easier to bring a shiny new Volkswagen home for the holidays. All you have to do is just sign your name. There's no down payment, no security deposit, nothing due at signing, and no first month payment. How much easier could it be? Just sign your name and you'll be driving a 2024 Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan, or Taos home today. And as the new year comes to close, Pete Moore Imports wishes everyone a very Merry Christmas and a happy holiday season. Pete Moore Imports is not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. 
Speedmore Imports is at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. For highly qualified customers through Volkswagen Credit, zero first month payment up to $900. Offer ends January 2nd, 2024. See dealer for details. Join Travis Thompson with Climatech of Professional Air, an American standard heating and air conditioning independent customer care dealer in the Pensacola area on the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 930. Join in as Travis discusses how you can lower your energy bill and create a healthy, comfortable home. Join him today at 930 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Delicious seafood is what you'll find at David's Catfish House. David's Catfish serves only the best Mississippi catfish and fresh Gulf seafood, as well as generous portions of their delicious southern sides. Backed by popular demand, every Thursday is Shrimptastic Thursday, featuring $5 off their popcorn shrimp dinner or all-you-can-eat popcorn shrimp dinner. Serving fresh seafood daily, visit David's Catfish House on Dogwood Drive in Milton and New Warrington Road in Pensacola. Welcome to David's, where southern and seafood meet tomorrow morning at 10.30. Join A-Hope on the Pensacola Expert Panel. They believe that every life is precious, that every wag of a tail, every part, and every gentle nuzzle is a gift worth cherishing. Their dedicated team of volunteers works tirelessly to provide shelter, care, and love to animals in need. Learn how you can give back by becoming a volunteer or adopting or fostering a furry friend. Discover the resources you need to make your community a better place for pets. Tomorrow at 10.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. News Radio Pensacola. He's on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. Now you go home and write, I am very sorry for what I did to Frosty a hundred zillion times. You know this one, Jake? I can't say that I do, man. Here we go. Oh, it's all instrumental. I forgot that. It's Ted Nugent. Oh, okay. That's why I was like... The Ted Nugent version of Deck the Halls, which is fine. Uh, Z821, not more than fine. Fantastic. I don't think they're singing this. I was going to let it play a little bit to see if it gets to a a, a lyrical version, but... No, okay. You don't need it when you got Ted. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Eight twenty one across his back. That's right. Eight twenty one here on News Radio ninety two three. Informative local cat scratch fever. Um, <laughs> David Wayne is in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David. Well, Trevor Noah is returning as the uh, host of the Grammys this year. The former Daily Show host broke that news on his podcast yesterday. And uh, who now? Trevor Noah. He's going back to the Daily Show? No, no, no. He's uh, going to be returning as the host of the Grammys again oh, this year. Oh, okay. I did, yeah. Sorry, my, my, uh, I didn't it'll listen be very his, carefully. It'll be the fourth time in a row that he's hosted the uh, the Grammy show. Iran warning against creating a proposed U.S.-led international task force to protect shipping in the Red Sea. Iranian media reporting today that the nation's defense minister says any such force would face extraordinary problems in a region where Iran has predominance. And, uh, well, here's a problem I think we can all relate to here in Florida, Andrew. One man's effort to kill a cockroach got a bit out of hand when he ended up blowing up his apartment recently. (laughs) Uh, This happened in Japan. 
in the city of uh, Kumamoto. I hope I'm pronouncing that one correctly. He saw a single cockroach in his apartment on Sunday, started spraying a massive amount of insecticide everywhere. Oh, I fear where this is going. Yeah. Well, about a minute later, the uh, the man's heating table ignited the chemicals, mm-hmm. blowing out all of his windows, but he only suffered minor injuries. There's no word on if he got the cockroach I was going to say, yeah. no word on that. Cockroach probably made out the best in all of this. <laughs> Takes That's a lot. Amazing. Oh my God. Oh, I could tell you stories about dorm life that would um they're unpleasant. All right. Uh, David, thanks so much for the update. 823 here on News Radio 923. Oh, I um I mentioned this yesterday that I just didn't have time to do it yesterday. I, I have a lot of things I don't quite don't have time. Andrew, you've got four hours. Yeah, you'd like to think it works that way, but it doesn't really. Um I wrote a thing the other day about the uh, college football playoff FSU. That I just want to read to you because I, you know, I think I, I think I said it okay. Um, so here's here's what I wrote. One thought about the FSU college football playoff debacle. I see people posting online how Georgia is favored to beat FSU, or some algorithm for team strength clearly showing FSU ranked outside the top four, and this is why excluding them from the playoff is justified. But I'm sure the people posting such arguments haven't really thought through the implications of thinking that way. Imagine if the NCAA basketball tournament were run this way, as just one example. After each round, instead of the winners automatically advancing, what if the selection committee evaluated each win or loss and decided amongst themselves whether the team that actually lost wasn't still in their minds the better team and then advanced the better team instead of the actual winner? Perhaps they would say this preserves the prospect of seeing the best games every round. But doing this would precisely destroy the very point of having the best games in the first place because the actual winning of the games and advancing to the next round is what makes playing them meaningful. And just think about what it would mean for the appeal of the tournament itself. Every Cinderella story would be wiped out. Every underdog success story would go away. Unlikely last-minute buzzer beaters would become irrelevant. The very things we cherish most about the tournament would be wiped out by an executive decision to ignore what makes sports great, its fundamental unpredictability. If assessments rather than victories were the key, we'd never bother watching actual games, and the greatest moments in sports would never have happened. USA Hockey gets the silver because they weren't the better team. Villanova didn't win in 1985. The Patriots beat the Giants. Kurt Warner never plays in the NFL. The Red Sox don't go to the series in 2004. Tyson beats Douglas. Rocky loses to Drago. Daniel LaRusso never beats Cobra Kai. The Empire wipes out Luke Hahn and the entire rebellion. The fictional examples only prove the point about the real ones. Something about humanity loves the unlikely victory and cheers for the underdog. We love the drama, and the best drama is the improbable triumph of the statistically worst team who nevertheless earned the right to be in the game. The college football season began with a simple, implied premise. If you go undefeated in a Power 5 conference, you make the playoffs. After that, we look at one-loss teams for the next best contenders. The CFP committee broke that promise to FSU. Yes, of course, it's entirely possible FSU will get blown out in the first game or the final if they manage to win in the semi. But that's why we actually play the games. Not to see who's supposed to win as if computers were selecting outcomes, but to see who actually wins on that day, on that field, under those conditions, and with those players and decisions. Denying FSU on the basis that they aren't really good enough to be given credit for the wins they actually earned is a rejection of everything that playing the games themselves is supposed to mean. And I say this as someone who's never cheered for FSU in my life, but as someone who has watched sports teams my entire life, being thrilled by the possibility of stories like those that this year's FSU season represents. People are infuriated by this decision precisely because 
the college football playoff selection committee chose the anti-sports pathway. And it was an injustice done not merely to FSU and their fans, but to the very fabric of what sports means to every fan of every team who watches the games. 826 on News Radio 923. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake? Okay, a couple issues to tell you about. Highway 98 westbound, getting through Tiger Point, very congested this morning, uh, getting by that intersection at Avalon. Uh, Garson Point. If you're traveling south on 87 coming out of Milton, there's some slow traffic in both directions at the Tom Thumb due to some repaving there of that road. Gulf Beach Highway eastbound at Barrancas uh, on the west side there is a little slow getting through that intersection. Also Beverly at North Palafox. Uh, Highway 29 going by the raceway there. That intersection is also very slow this morning uh, going southbound. Uh, looks like North Davis Highway at Ladd Drive. There is a vehicle crash with roadblock there and the train crossing is malfunctioning at the end of pace. So if you're coming out of pace this morning, uh, that definitely could cause some major slowdowns and some headaches this morning. If you see anything else out there, let us know. Our traffic tip line, call or text 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. A uh, couple of thoughts, military stories that have been in the news. One is, did you see the Air Force is offering $50,000 a year to retain pilots? For up to 12 years, meaning that an individual pilot that's eligible for the program and applies quickly enough because they say they're going to run out of money, uh, $600,000 bonus for staying in the Air Force. I mean, it's massive, right? Um, you got fifth, between $15,000 and $50,000 a year for contracts between 3 and 12 years of service, depending on aircraft commitment terms, according to the Air Force. So, man, active duty av- uh, aviators have until next August 1st to apply. Um, Guard and reserve pilots have until December 31st to apply for the current bonuses. I guess that's this year. It doesn't say uh, that's the 31st. That's, I wonder if that's this year or next year. Uh, anyway, so, you know, again, this problem of recruiting and retaining within, you know, the armed services. And look at all the money that gets spent to train a pilot. You, ha- you hate to have to spend so much money to keep them, but, you know, what is FedEx paying, right? You know, what is Delta paying? And that's what you're up against. And, so you got to offer something, obviously. So they are. Uh, another kind of an interesting story about the military, um, the AI, uh, you know, artificial intelligence initiatives. The Pentagon is uh, intent on fielding multiple thousands of relatively inexpensive, expendable AI-enabled autonomous vehicles by 2026 to keep pace with China. This is from the uh, AP. And uh, they're calling this uh, ambitious initiative uh, Replicator to galvanize, this is a quote, to galvanize progress in the too slow shift of U.S. military innovation to leverage platforms that are small, smart, cheap, and many. According to Kathleen Hicks, she's the Deputy Secretary of Defense. Um, AI is obviously driving military technology right now. We're likely to have fully autonomous lethal weapons within the next few years, and this terrifies me. And not just as somebody who has consumed science fiction my whole life, but because it's, it's so predictable and inevitable, and yet it's so scary to imagine no humans actually in the, in the chain of, of thought. And the problem with the Pentagon is even if America wanted to not go down this road for very good ethical, practical reasons, the whole world around us is doing it, right? And they're not going to stop just because of the ethics. And so we're caught in this typical technological trap of, Maybe we'd rather not do this, but we also don't want to find ourselves falling behind our adversaries who have committed to this already. And this is yet another of the nuclear arms race, the you know biological arms race, the space race, and now we're looking at the AI race and the drone race, all of this stuff 
And there's an argument to be made that, you know, you've got to keep up even in developing what is in all likelihood a very, very wicked and dangerous technology. And I do have all kinds of ethical concerns about this. You know, putting weapons in, 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 under the uh, decision-making power of a machine, not a human. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden says House Republicans aren't focusing on real issues by voting to open a formal impeachment inquiry over his family's finances. Kentucky Republican James Comer on Fox Business. The House Oversight Committee will continue to investigate. We will continue to move forward. We have momentum now with this impeachment inquiry, and we're going to get the truth for the American people. Every Republican voted for the inquiry, every Democrat against it. Harvard University President Claudine Gay attends a menorah lighting ceremony organized by a campus Jewish group. In an Instagram post, the Harvard Shabbat announced Gay's presence, which was blasted in the comments section with some responses calling her participation in the event performative and disgraceful. Gay's appearance came a day after Harvard University's highest governing body announced that she would not be fired following backlash from her testimony on Capitol Hill last week over the university's handling of anti-Semitism on campus. Fox's Ted Lindner. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. 831 at News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne. Right now, it is partly cloudy, 52 degrees in Pensacola. The city of Milton does have a new representative for the Fourth Ward. It's a familiar name and a familiar face for the city council. This is the vote. Uh, Councilman Jarrett, I. Councilman Meese, I. Councilman Snow, I. Councilman Powell, I. Councilman Hawthorne, I. Councilwoman Farrow, nay. And Councilman Cusack, nay. That vote after a motion was made to appoint Sherry Sebastio to the seat. Uh, that did pass 5-2. to two. Sebastio's previously served on the council twice by being appointed, but lost elections both times to remain on the council. Sebastio was appointed over Kathy Ellis during a meeting on Tuesday. Now there's going to need to be changes in year two. That from board members of the Escambia Children's Trust after renewing contracts for 16 out-of-school programs for nearly $4.7 million. We've got to hold people accountable. Just because I said I can cook don't mean you can cook. I mean, just because you said that you got a program and you're improving grades, it's not necessarily uh, the report that citizens are getting. And so I just want the board uh, to be cognitive of that and staff to be cognitive of that. And that's no slight to you, uh, um, Superintendent. Uh, I'm disappointed to have served on a Children's Trust Board uh, in uh, the grades. And these schools that were targeted schools are just not improving. Board member and District 3 Commissioner Lumen May there, and he says moving forward, the contracts with organizations are being changed to include standard achievement metrics rather than letting the organizations self-report. The board did vote not to renew grants for two organizations, the Children's Theater and Urban Development Center. Santa Rosa County put out their 2023 State of the County address this week. Leaders say the county came out of the COVID pandemic stronger than ever. Efforts continue to, quote, reach our potential. In July, Leonardo broke ground on a new facility at Whiting Aviation Park in Milton, where they will perform maintenance and overhaul on the Navy's new training helicopter, the TH-73 Thrasher. The Buffalo Rock Company recently purchased 47 acres at the Northwest Florida Industrial Park at I-10 for a new distribution facility. The project is expected to bring as many as 400 new jobs to our area. And in addition to major job creation projects, tourism was bigger than ever, bringing in over $6.3 million this year. Uh, District 5 Commissioner Colton Wright also highlighted major infrastructure projects such as the completion of the Pea Ridge Connector, remodeling of Swenson Park, and drainage improvements on East Bay Boulevard. 
Uh, sidewalks around Seville Square and downtown are currently closed for maintenance. The city of Pensacola says crews are conducting repair work on trip and fall hazards in the area in an effort to improve the walkability and safety. That project should be completed sometime next week. Police down in South Florida celebrating a big bust related to a theft and drug ring. Police in Miami say they uncovered over a million dollars of stolen merchandise and drugs at a home in the city. Uh, Included in the department's hall were large quantities of cocaine, cash, and guns. And officers say they weren't expecting to come across the hundreds of thousands of dollars in stolen property when they served the search warrant. Police say they believe that merchandise was being shoplifted and then resold across the state. It is 835 at News Radio 92.3. Let's get a, get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? All right. Well, we've got a few issues to report this morning. The main one being that the train crossing is down at the end of pace. Uh, Andrew, can I, can I go to you real quick? When they say the end of pace, what are they talking about? They're probably talking about the railroad that crosses a little bit farther south of there. It's not quite at the end of pace unless I'm missing something. So Okay. All right. Uh, I haven't driven through that area too much here lately. Uh, I do uh, frequent a Mexican restaurant uh, on that side of town, but I do not remember the train crossing. But if you're headed into Pace this morning, just keep in mind, if you're going across a train uh, crossing there, it might be malfunctioning, even though there is no train. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Oh, uh, no. oh. So, sorry. No, I got in the wrong place because I don't drive this far down. Pace. Yeah. What they mean is all the way down north of Barrancas, and there is a pretty big uh, backup right there between uh, Barrancas and Highway 98 because of what I assume is that problem so okay, i had gotcha. the wrong end of pace when i was thinking about this okay all right sounds good thank you for the clarification highway uh, 98 westbound through tiger point very congested and slow this morning getting through that intersection at avalon uh, if you're traveling south on 87 coming out of milton there's repaving going on in front of the tom thumb uh and gulf beach highway um eastbound at barrancas on the west side a little slow getting through that in- intersection as well as beverly at north palafox uh, Highway 29, going by that raceway there, uh, that intersection is really, really slow this morning heading south. And uh, if you're on Davis Highway at Ladd Drive, there is a crash with roadblock there. Um, yeah, we talked about the pace uh, train crossing. Um, I think that's all for now. This traffic report is brought to you by Discover Bank. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback, eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. If you have any traffic tips this morning, 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. Mostly cloudy skies today with a breezy forecast. Winds about 15 to 20 miles an hour. High today near 64 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping in the 40s, 47 degrees for your low. Windy weather continues into your Friday. Winds still coming out of the northeast about 15 to 20 miles an hour. High near 64. Friday night, temperatures dropping near 54 degrees. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. 52 in Pensacola, 52 also in Gulf Breeze, one degree warmer, 53 in Milton. Your money now. The markets are up this morning. The Dow's up 52.70 at 37.142.94. The S&P 500 up 20.54 at 47.27.53. The Nasdaq up 84.84 at 14.818.41. Our 10-year bond rate down slightly at 3.96% today. Gold price is up 54.40 at 2051.70. Silver price is up uh, buck 38 at 24.30. And Bitcoin down 180 today at uh, 42.599.
Federal Reserve policymakers left interest rates unchanged yesterday. Fed Chair Jerome Powell says inflation is still too high, but uh, says it's good news that it's eased without a significant bump in unemployment. Mortgage refinancing applications are up about 20 percent as rates fell to their lowest levels since July. That, according to the Mortgage Bankers Association, the average 30-year fixed mortgage fell to uh, 7.07% last week after edging up to 8% in October. And the Super Bowl coming back to Los Angeles. NFL owners voted to bring the game back to L.A., where the Rams won in 2022 with their meeting yesterday. Local businesses say they still remember the big boost they got from the last time the game was in We town. had a lot of media that came in and did interviews. We had a lot of people from all over the country. It helped generate business. Uh, the Super Bowl 61 will be played at SoFi Stadium in 2027. The next three Super Bowls will be played at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas this year, New Orleans at the Superdome, and the San Francisco 49ers home field, Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. It is 8.39. Our next news at 9 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like CMEX Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. Immerse yourself in premium nationwide coverage, contract-free plans, and always free activation with Consumer Cellular. Now at your local Target. While you're there, check out our newest phone, the Iris Flip. It's all the phone and camera you need. Plus, it features a user-friendly design, making it the perfect flip phone. From now to December 16th, you can score $10 off when you buy the Consumer Cellular Iris Flip at Target, making it only $39.99. Visit your nearest Target for the full scoop. Join Stephen Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College on the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow at 10 a.m. Key Marine Center is sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. It's a dream team, so join them tomorrow at 10 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Steve Taylor, and as I light my Hanukkah menorah, I'd like to wish everybody a happy Hanukkah. Also, a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. From all of us at News Radio 92.3. From all of us to all of you, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. All right, I'm going to be out next week, so this is my last frivolous topic to do before Christmas. Yes. So here goes. All right. It's an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> What's your must-watch Christmas movie? What's your favorite best 
top tippest, tip toppest, whatever. Uh, hap, Christmas. Hap, yeah, happiest. Yeah, there you go. What's your Christmas movie? 437 1620. The ones for which I have sound clips I will share. Uh, the ones for which I don't, I will just have to apologize for uh, not having everything. Uh, even I, the grand hoarder of music and audio clips that I am, and I am, uh, I don't have them all, but I'll do my best. 437 1620. Uh, you got a first one that comes to mind for you, Jake? Yes, uh, watched it last night with my wife. Oh, good. Uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol. Really? Yeah, and I always do when when he comes back to Bob Cratchit's house to uh, you know fake him out and give him the turkey and all of that. I I cry every time. Wow. Every time I cry, I had to leave the room because I didn't want my wife seeing me ball up and just. Why cry not, at the man? Muppet, Muppet Christmas Carol. That's... She makes me cry enough, man. I just... <laughs> I'm, but I'm then kidding. you can see it's not only her. No, um, yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I don't know that one. Like, it's oh. your favorite. I don't even know it, which I feel very sad about because oh, I wish I could share in your 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 pain joy. It's great. Four three seven sixteen twenty four three seven sixteen twenty. I love that the very first answer right off the bat. And when Alexander saw the breadth of his domain, he wept, for there were no more worlds to conquer. Benefits of a classical education. Oh, Die Hard has to be on the list. Yes, of course it's a Christmas movie. Die Hard is definitely on the list. 437-1620. Thanks, John. I see you. Uh, Mark says, uh, Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, any of the versions. Right. Right. A Christmas Carol is one of those that's been done so many times. But, yeah, and every version of it is such a... Christmas Carol, what do they call it? A, a metaphysical transformational hypothetical situation. So, there was mm. some term in one of the movies where they used that, and I thought that was such a great description yeah. for the idea of getting you to see outside of your uh, it's, your normal perspective. It's, it's trippy. Uh, we just had a call from Thad. Thank you, Thad. He said that uh, his traditional go-to is the original Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, my favorite. Oh, right. And by the way, if they call, you can put them on. We'll, we'll take oh, them okay. on the air. Yeah, All no right. worries. Sorry. Um, so, oh, my God, I love, seriously, Miracle on 34th Street is, is actually mine. No, Mr. Kringle. Do you believe that you're Santa Claus? Of course. State restaurant. <laughs> it's such a and because one of my favorite ethical lessons came from that movie, mm. where he's sending people to the other store because they have the better deal, serving the customer, not serving the brand. Mm. I that's one of my favorite small pieces of ethics is you know always give credit away, uh, give credit to the people who do it well, send them where the best information or whatever it is. That's a, a Absolutely a belief of mine. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Oh, the Santa Claus. You know, my wife and I are just watching the Santa Claus right now. Just started watching it, and we don't typically get big hours uh, during the week to watch TV together. So we'll, you know, we're in the middle of that one. But yeah, the Tim Allen, a classic. Oh, another one, absolutely a classic. Then he slithered and slunk with a smile most unpleasant around the whole room, and he took every present. Oh, The Grinch is such a great movie. It really is. And then another one that is, I mean, this is one that's like, you wouldn't think that a 20-minute long cartoon could do it, but oh my goodness. Charlie Brown, you're the only person I know who can take a wonderful season like Christmas and turn it into a problem. Maybe Lucy's right. Of all the Charlie Browns in the world, you're the Charlie Brownie. Oh, such a great line. And of course, what's great about that is when he reads from Luke in the end, and yeah. a part that they almost didn't have in, and, and Charles Schultz like, no, that's going to be in there. You know, we're yep. having that for sure. 437-1620, another super classic. What is it you want, Barry? What do you want? You, you want the moon? Just say the word, and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. 
Hey, that's a pretty good idea. Oh, it's a wonderful life. Another one of those metaphysical transformational perspective movies. Um, oh, I don't have a clip from this, but it is a very good movie. The Polar Express. Fantastic stuff. Oh, super classic. White Christmas. Yeah, I mean, of course. <laughs> I mean, of course. And uh, this one comes in from uh, Daniel, says, uh, you know, there's only really one. There's only really one. This is a new non-caloric silicon-based kitchen lubricant. My company's been working on it. Creates a surface 500 times more slippery than any cooking oil. Ah, we're really going to fly down the hill with this stuff. Has anyone ever used it on a sled? Not that I know of, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> God, Christmas Vacation is so good. It, it really is. Best. All right, we'll come back to this in a second. Right. Tell me your favorite must-watch Christmas movie. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Okay, talking about that train crossing from earlier, we got reports in that uh, a train crossing was malfunctioning on South Pace Boulevard. That's uh, near the intersection of Government Street and and Pace. Um, definitely causing some slowdown both directions in that uh, intersection there. Getting back to my notes, uh, if you're on uh, Highway 87 coming out of Milton, there is slow traffic showing in both directions at the Tom Thumb uh, because of the repaving going on there. Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point, very congested and slow this morning. Also, Highway 29 going by that raceway uh, in Cantonment southbound. That intersection is, is very slow also. Um, if you see anything out there, let us know. Our traffic tip line is 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Back to the uh, question of the day, which is um, movies about Christmas, Christmas movies that are your must-watches, another Polar Express. Uh, oh, the Lemon Drop Kid. You know, I I think I've seen it, but I don't know it. But also, he says, uh, this person says, uh, old Bob Hope movie, The uh, Silver Bells. A Christmas Carol with Henry Winkler. Okay, another take on that. Um, Mystery Science Theater, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians and the Muppets. <laughs> Love it. The MSD is great. Uh, 437-1620. Come on, if you've got a wife or a girlfriend and you're not watching Love Actually, you're an idiot. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, White Christmas, another vote for White Christmas. Uh, Another vote for Christmas Story. I'm actually a little bit surprised that we haven't heard this one mentioned yet. Why don't you just say it? I'm the worst toy maker in the world. I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Elf is fabulous, and... To be honest, I'm really surprised we haven't had this one yet. Did we did we get the Grinch early well, on? Uh, no, well, Thad, actually, when he was calling in earlier, he said that his guilty pleasure, though, when they get done with the Miracle on 34th, then they go watch Elf to kind of, like, cleanse their palate. All right. Then he slithered and slunk with a smile most unpleasant around the whole room, and he took every... Oh, I did play that one. I thought, I'm like, I thought I played that one. Okay, yeah. so... Yeah, and also, oh, this is the one I was also thinking. Again, very surprised nobody's mentioned this. Keep the change, you filthy animal. No Home Alone votes? Come on, people. Little movie about, you know, child neglect, abandonment in the 80s. <laughs> it's great. 849 on News Radio 92.3. Oh, we're getting more votes in here. The Walton's Christmas movie. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, the um, the animated ones there are kind of interesting. They're... they're the, 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 like, semi-claymation ones, you know, right? I mean, obviously... Oh, I don't even think we've mentioned this either, though, but I could be wrong. But you went over the side of the cliff! Didn't I ever tell you about Bumbles? Bumbles bounce! <laughs> that whole line... Rudolph is great, of course. That whole line of, like, semi-claymation kind of movies that came out in the uh, the, the 70s, those are all interesting. Um, the Doctor Who episode with the Weeping Angels. Last Holiday with Queen Latifah and LL Cool J. 
let's see. Santa Claus coming to town. Walton's Christmas. The ref. Oh, okay. All right. All right. And then, of course, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, Elf, and the Santa Claus movies. All very good. There's so many. It's, it's, it's It really is the uh, most wonderful time of the year. Eight, uh, 8.50 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. If you um, you got a business and you need to create a video, for anything, particularly for social media, but maybe even, you know, for putting on TV. You know, the way you used to do it is you'd, like, call the TV station, and then they'd come out, and they'd shoot some video, and then they'd edit it, and then you'd pay for advertising and put it on their station, and you typically didn't ever own the video. And then if you wanted to go to another TV station, go through that same process again. Or maybe you'd hire some, like, outside consultant or something. It'd be very, very difficult, very expensive. Well, these days, everybody needs video, whether you need a 30-second spot or, you know, 10, 15-second spot for Instagram or, or TikTok or whether you need something longer for Facebook, whatever. Call Pelican Drones. This is what they do. They shoot video ground and air-based, whichever you need. So if you're promoting an Airbnb you've got or a business you own or a service that you want to provide and you want to give people a visual to go with it, they will come out, they'll shoot the video, and they'll edit it, and then you own it. So you want it. You can do with it whatever you want. Uh, really interesting stuff that they do. Lots of big clients here in town, but uh, you know, any size business, they can work with you. Pelicandrones.com for more information. Hi, this is Earl Ron. New South Window knows southern weather is unpredictable, and our Energy Star windows and doors will keep the heat in and the cold outside where it belongs. We prioritize keeping your family and your home comfortable all year round. Energy-efficient products made installed and guaranteed for life get new south Brown. for a limited time only buy two of our products and get the third free visit newsouthwindow.com to learn more looking for unique and one-of-a-kind gift ideas this holiday season look no further berman proper an amazing gift shop nestled in gulf breeze proper has a wide selection of gifts custom engraving and local products they also have one of the largest selections of coastal christmas ornaments and decor that you need to see. Prim and Proper has gifts for everyone on your list, including yourself. Prim and Proper is located in your neighborhood Walmart shopping center in Gulf Breeze Proper and online at priminproper.com. The cost of health care is all in the... Tune in this morning at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel as ProHealth will be the guest and discussing how ProHealth medical membership programs can help you take the stress and cost out of health care. That's this morning at 10 as ProHealth is the guest on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Pensacola right now, it's like headline news for radio. Every day, 4 to 7, on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, mother... on the table the best so far and I Fred has been talking with me since before we even had a master plan we talked about ideas of new urbanism and what we could have on OFA with a town center and all of that and I know he's been interested in it for years and and his intentions I feel are good yeah this is Teresa Blackwell who has been uh, really kind of the loudest voice for the community side of the input equation on what to do at OLF 8 we've had her on the show of course and she's just great um, you know kind of 
trying to get something for Beulah beyond just the job creation vision that the uh, you know most of the county commissioners really favor. And you know, uh, so her perspective really matters because it represents a lot of people, just like the commissioners represent a lot of people as well. Uh, but she says, you know, look, I also would be worried about the patchwork quilt of small parcel development instead of one overall vision for the property. I'm also with Commissioner Bender. If we start selling off pieces like that, like a patchwork quilt, uh, West Nine Mile is going to look like East Nine Mile with sprawl, uh, strip retail, and we will not have that town center. Yeah, and that is a real concern. Meanwhile, Fred Hemmer, the guy who wants to develop it, I thought it was very interesting some of the stuff that he had to say about this. I think you all know we've been following this for five or six years since the beginning. And, you know, I built a big subdivision around the corner there. So I've been out in that area many times and I've sort of have a feel for what, what needs to be there. Um, we had hired Dewberry, Clark Partington to help us, you know, with our due diligence. And I know we sent you a letter about a year ago saying we didn't think the DPZ plan has presented worked you know, for quite a few reasons. And so they wanted to come up with something a little bit different. And, I mean, he's been working in the area and really familiar with the space. We didn't want to be disingenuous and submit an offer at that time because we really didn't think it really worked. So we, we backed out, and we, we watched and listened to all the other people that came here and have been taking notes, and we've met with everybody here, and we were trying to make sure that we checked all the boxes that we considered not only everybody up here, Everybody back here, you know, I've been attending the meetings, attending with Florida West, with the school superintendent, trying to make sure that we've taken in all the information we can, can to help you know, develop something that is good for the area. I, I don't know, Fred Hemmer, but if Teresa is in favor of what he's bringing to the table and the commissioners are in favor of what he's bringing to the table, and certainly the way he's talking about this uh, sounds like the right balance to be struck between the varying interests in developing the OLFA parcel, I, this, this makes me excited. We firmly believe this needs to be a town center. And the only way it's going to be a town center is if you have one developer do the whole thing. If you start piecemealing this, none of those people piecemealing are going to build or take care of a town center. I don't think. I haven't, haven't seen that happen. And I, I, you know, I had been sort of open to Commissioner Barry's idea of develop a little and then, you know, create some momentum basically and develop a little bit more. But I think I share the concern that Commissioner Bender and also Teresa Blackwell and Fred Hemmer are saying is, uh, no, 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 <laughs> you know, a little bit and a little bit and a little bit more, and eventually you get everything like everywhere else that looks awful uh, and is not coherent and does not provide the kinds of overall effect that we want to have, that something strategic really needs to be done, both for the business part, the, you know, the job creation part, and also for the, you know, town center amenities and the residential stuff that's going to go along with that. 856 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News, and Jake's got our traffic on the fives. Okay, following a couple things this morning, um, Highway 98 westbound, getting through Tiger Point, very congested and slow, getting by that intersection at uh, Avalon Garson Point. And if you're on uh, 87 South coming out of Milton, uh, there's slow traffic showing in both directions at that Tom Thumb. They're repaving the road in that area, so just use caution. Highway 29 going by the raceway southbound, heading out of Cantonment. Uh, that intersection is also very slow this morning. And on Pace Boulevard, that train crossing is not working. Uh, let me get back over to my map so I can see exactly where it is. That's the uh, intersection of West Government Street and South Paste Boulevard. Uh, just right down from that intersection, that train crossing is not functioning properly. There's no train, but it uh, looks like the bars are down and it's causing some major headache there. If you see anything out there this morning, you can always let us know. Call or text 437 437- 
1620 is our traffic tip line. This is uh, News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, a couple of interesting things happening today at the Santa Rosa County Commission meeting. You're going to have a uh, vote on the District 1 Medical Examiner facility, and we'll talk about that a little bit in future news. That should be interesting. I mean, we'll see. Uh, also, the question of whether they're going to move toward a system where you don't have public input once the agenda portion of the meeting begins on Thursdays. I, uh, I've i talked to Sam Parker about this. I, I don't agree with that approach. I think the public ought to be allowed in on the agenda items. Uh, but Milton is doing something somewhat similar, not quite the same. Milton is actually going to a system. I was talking to Scott Collins, city manager, last night. And um, they're going to a system where they're going to have a workshop outside of the regular meeting that's going to be much more like everybody's on the same level and you know ongoing participation, like a discussion. And then a workshop like that for an hour before the regular city council meeting where they only discuss about the agenda items. And then once the meeting itself begins, public doesn't really participate unless for public hearings that are scheduled, which would be true in Santa Rosa as well, uh, or for issues where somebody's a litigant, which would be true in Santa Rosa. Uh, But also he wants to have um, just get public input on a topic that's not even a voting matter in the city meetings. And I like that as as an idea as well. All right, uh, we're up against the clock here for future news, but let's talk about that. Will we have a 5-0 or a 4-1 uh, vote in the D- District 1 medical facility today? That's going to be a 4-1 all day. Will James Calkins show up? I have heard a rumor that he is going to avoid the meeting uh, because he doesn't want to be on record to make the vote against it. Uh, yeah, I totally, yeah. I no, see I think that. he'll show up. He's missed no, so he, he's, he rarely misses he's, meetings, and he's, he's not, not afraid. To, he's not afraid to put his name on a vote. I mean, I would, that would be very out of character for him. Um, and will they allow public input on the agenda items? Mm, yeah. No, Limited. No, that's going to go away, yeah.